Today's topic is kind of a random one. It's, um, and I've talked a little bit about this in the past, but the question is, is a home business right for you? And so when I first got into the home business industry, or it's otherwise known as network marketing and MLM, and don't go away if you're just listening to this and you're like, I don't want to listen to this episode. I've got some nuggets that could help you kind of reposition and reframe your thinking around this industry. So I'm not going to talk about, I'm not going to talk much about money today because money is, you know, most businesses, traditional businesses and everything, 80% of them fail. So same thing is true of the home-based business industry. A lot of people kind of don't understand that model. They think you have to sell a whole bunch of stuff. You don't. You build a large team, you get a little bit of commission from a whole lot of people. It's kind of like what YouTube is doing with views, you're doing with customers. Um, Like if you create a YouTube channel and you get 50 million views, you're getting a little bit of the ad revenue from all those views and that's how you make a lot of money. The home business industry is similar. You build a huge team, you build a huge base of customers, it's automatically drop shipped to them you get a little bit of commission from a whole lot of people. So whether you want to make three to $500 a month or whether you want to make 30 to $50,000 a month or even more, I know of people who have made $250,000 a week and up to a million dollars a month. So, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I think in the next 20 years, as influencers have bigger reach, those commissions are going to get even bigger, but that's the money side. But I want to talk about what home business has done for me personally and from a different perspective and then you see if that's something that might be beneficial to you. So when I got into the home business industry, I was a teacher. I was looking for a way to supplement my income and within a few years, I had replaced my income. I was making as much from my home business as I was from my teaching salary. And at the time, I was also doing... um, now, this was kind of later on, the last six months or so of that time frame. I was also a mortgage broker, and I was making a similar amount of money um, to my teaching income from being a mortgage broker. So I had three full-time incomes coming in, but I was only working full-time uh, as a teacher at one job. The other two jobs were kind of uh, very little time commitment or much less time commitment. So I kind of saw how scaling something and how um, just exponential growth and um, the velocity of money and all that kind of stuff can just make a huge difference. So I just want to talk about some of the things because I think, so right now, I eventually went back into education and I got a master's degree, became an administrator. And a lot of the success that I've had, I credit to my early experience in home business. Now I'm building another uh, team now. So if you want to learn about that and whether you're a good fit for my team, you can always go on our website, wealthandize.com, or there's a link in the uh, show notes of this. But anyway, the things that I learned in the early days from being in that home-based business was better than anything that I've ever received from work. So the professional development, okay, we call it in education, professional development. In the um, home-based business realm or in business, it's called personal development 
because you're not developing your profession. That's not the point to get some certificates and get whatever. It's to become the best person that you can be. I had never been exposed to personal development before the home business uh, realm. And so I got in, I was always a reader. I was a voracious reader at an early age, but I didn't even realize there were personal development books out there, books on how to be a better leader, books on how to be a better salesperson, books on how to develop your character, books on, I mean, you name it, they've got it. Um, And I'm not talking about the industry as a whole. I'm just talking about out, out in the world. These kind of books are being published all the time. And because I was not maybe running my own business or just because I lived in a little shell, I, I just didn't know that those books were out there. So once I got a hold of them, it kind of opened up a whole new world for me. Podcasting, um, not creating, but listening to podcasts. When those came out, uh, I was excited about it. Um, videos, I just didn't know that there was a whole sector out in the world that was about personal development. <clears throat> and I also didn't think about the idea of becoming the best person that I could be and letting that be the catalyst to all of my success. So I started on personal development back then and I haven't stopped. I got my master's degree just to better myself. You know, Jim Rohn says that his mentor one time asked him how much they pay him at his job. And he said, well, this is how much I make. And they said, well, why don't you make more? And he said, well, that's it. That's all they pay. And he said, no, that's all they pay you, Mr. Rohn. And he said that that was a different perspective. You know, if I become more valuable to the company, they will pay me more. And so that's kind of what set me down that road. And so personal development was huge. It's, I believe it's changed the way that I lead people in my position. I believe that it's given me a, a foundation for just doing things and knowing things and learning things that a lot of my counterparts don't have because most of them go home and veg out on the TV. Most of them listen to, to music and stuff like that in their car and mine's a rolling university and I'm always learning. Um, so I learned that from having a home business. I also learned that there are people out there who are living at a different level. There are people out there who are uh, making more money and it's not this, you know, one thing I learned is that most um, millionaires in the U.S. and wealthy people in the U.S. are first generation. They didn't inherit their wealth. They didn't come from family of wealth. They went out and created it. You know, another interesting statistic is that so many of those millionaires are people from other countries who come to our country and they have the American dream. See, the American dream has died in America to many Americans because they've got this middle-class mindset that they're just stuck where they're at. And so much of it has to do with belief. And I learned that from the home business, um, my experience in home business as well, is that if you don't believe something, then you're not going to try to achieve it. If you don't believe you can do it, you don't believe you can achieve it, you just don't believe, then why would you take action and try to make it happen if you don't believe that it can? And see, that's the one thing that foreigners who come to our country and become citizens have um, over us is that they believe in the American dream. They've grown up believing if you can go to America, you can make anything happen. And 
So we need to bring that back to ourselves. If you don't have something that you're dreaming for and striving for, then you need to reassess where you're at. Without a vision, the people perish. And so I learned how to dream again. And that alone has done more to change my life than anything else because I've learned that you got to take risks. and Calculated risks, yes, but take risks. Most people are afraid of risk. And you know what? A good example of this is just the home business industry as a whole. How much does it start? How much does it cost to start a traditional business? Thousands. 10, 15, 20, 50, 100,000, 200,000, and it goes up from there. How much does it start to how much does it cost to start a home-based business? Yeah, 150, 200 bucks, 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. There's virtually no risk. But yet most people see that as risk. That's not risk. When you can invest $200 or $200 a month and that's your overhead no matter how big your business gets, how is that risk? That's a calculated risk that everybody should take. It's kind of like, um, I don't even know what to, to compare it to. Maybe playing slots at the, the Jack, or playing slots in Vegas, except you have, you know, the way the home business model works is you're basically just looking for people to be on your team. And as long as you put up the $200 a month, or in my case, in my business, it's about $150 a month, then you can ask as many people as you want. Hey, do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to join my team? And guess what? It doesn't cost more to ask 100 people or ask 1,000 people or ask 5,000 people. You know, I built content online. The goal is to uh, be constantly have some uh, fishing poles in the water per se and, and people who say, I want this, they reach out to me. And I I can do that as many times as I want for the same price. So it's like going to Vegas and they say, hey, you can either put put a token in the slot machine and pull the arm until you run out of tokens for $200. Or you can buy our pass for $200 and you can sit there 24 hours a day and just pull that lever for the the next 30 days. What do you want to do? Well, at some point, if you're talking to enough people, you're going to find some winners in there and that's that's kind of how it works um but anyway the last thing that i want to talk about because i'm at my destination now so i'm getting ready to get out of my car but is the relationships i was always an introvert i still am an introvert but i've learned the power of relationships relationships are not just the way you get things done and the way you make things go faster but they're also what life is all about and some of my strongest best relationships and some of my best friends are the ones that were created um in my first run in the home-based business you know those that business has gone away but the relationships are still intact and i just got off the phone with a buddy of mine that i became friends with during that um era in my life And we still talk to this day and we're still good friends. And I would have never had that relationship if I hadn't been in the trenches with him. We would have never had the trust that we have. We would have never had the friendship that we have if we weren't in the trenches moving towards a common goal together. So anyway, I know I'm kind of all over the place today. This has been rattling around in my head for a little while and I was going to make a bulleted list. But as you know, I record these in my car, so 
I just kind of went with it. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you found value in it. God bless. I'll see you on the next episode.